This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there, my name is Ricky Smith, and I'm the founder of Random Acts of Kindness Everywhere, a nonprofit that simply does exactly what it says. Promote kindness everywhere. We know the world is crazy right now. If you are searching for a podcast that has a deeper conversation about race, my co-host Angel Gray and I will be discussing everything going on right now on our podcast, Random Acts of Podcast on Blue Wire Podcast Network. To find out more, go to rakenow.org. Enjoy the show. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Raider Nation, what is going on? Some of you guys are going to be listening to this in podcast form, but for the select special few here, uh, actually quite a few now already in the chat, are going to be listening to this and watching live on YouTube. It's going to be a live stream on YouTube. And shout out to the live chat, already getting active. Larry Fleming coming in first. We got all three of our moderators. I see I see Brian in there, the Raider Critique. All you guys, shout out. I should have the chat actually working on the video feed again. And you should, for the first time, be able to see uh, this lovely background of some amazing Raider jerseys in this brand new studio that's going in. So, this week, we're kind of just, you know, getting back into the swing of things. This is my second time back on the mic after maybe a little over a month. It's been a long time. Um, And joining me now, a special guest, a guy that's been on maybe more than anyone at this point. This might be, uh, besides Kenny King, this might be the, the, the second... Uh, most honorary guest on the show, Eddie Borsili. Eddie, what's going on, man? Cody, what's up, man? To be mentioned with Kenny King, I, I feel honored just to be mentioned in the same breath. But it's a it's a pleasure to be here tonight, talking Raiders football. It's been a long time, man. How you doing? I'm, dude. I'm hanging in there. It's been, you know, a little rough off season as a football fan. Obviously, this isn't exactly what we expected. I think Raider Nation can all agree. Um, this is where we're like scratching for every little ounce of video clip. Like, it, it, you know, we're looking for that three-second clip of, you know, maybe like a Henry Ruggs or we're looking for, you know, like a Damon Arnett or something out there on the practice field. Just, you know, like running around cones. Like, it doesn't even matter what it is. Like, we're just scratching for whatever. And we don't we don't get that right now. So uh, we're patiently waiting. We're sitting here as football fans, as diehard football fans, probably, you know, the most uh, dedicated fan base in the world. And we're you know, kind of left hanging right now. So this is, this is kind of what we're stuck with, Eddie. This is, uh, 
they're stuck with us. They're stuck listening to us right now. We're the only content out there, I guess. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, like I said before, I mean, right now in the sports world, look, we're all going through it right now. We're going through a pandemic. We're going through crazy times in the world right now. We could all use a little NFL OTAs, like you said, guys on the practice field, getting out there, catching passes, looking amazing. We're not going to have it. I don't expect no. these players to be back before training camp, let's be honest. Everything that's going on right now, <clears throat> they just, you know, they have to be safe before anything else. You know, we, we've never been through anything like this before. So as much as we want to see these guys on the field working out, you know, we, what we did have, Cody, though, is we had the Derek Carr workout videos in Vegas. We had Derek yes. Carr working out with Zay Jones, working out mm -hmm. with Alec Ingold. We had John Simpson on Sirius XM NFL radio saying he was out there listening to Derek Carr's cadence and getting used to Derek Carr's cadence. There we go. So you had guys, and that's going to be the new, and I hate this term more than anybody else in the world, but I'm going to say it. Don't hold me against it. The new normal is guys taking their teammates out to practice fields and out to, to random fields to get that work in because they're not going to get the off-season workout that they, they normally have. So these guys are out in Vegas, throwing a football around, car to Zay Jones, car to Alec Ingold, all these guys, Darren Waller was out there. So look, this team is putting in work. They're getting used to each other. It might not be in the team fashion we're used to seeing, but these guys are out there putting in the work, and I appreciate that, to be honest. Oh, that's amazing, right? This is uh, something we're not used to. We've talked about this, you know, the new regime, this this uh, locker room culture changing thing that, um, you know, we saw with Reggie McKenzie trying to instill later with that 2016 draft, right? Bringing in like the Gabe Jackson, the Derek Carr, stuff like that. That was able to change the culture of the locker room a little bit. Now, bringing in John Gruden, Mike Mayock, it feels like it's finally kind of in full swing because it's not just those few star players that are out there working. It's the entire team. I'm out there watching uh, our fullback working his tail off. Like you said, John Simpson out there tying in with the rest of the offensive line as soon as possible. And he's out there working out with, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you might know who the guys are better than me, but like Colton Miller. Yep. Um, a few yeah, of he was guys. out there with Colt Miller. He was out there with, with, with a bunch of other guys. He was out there with Andre James and a couple of the offensive yeah. linemen. And, you know, you're right, man. I mean, you know, it takes when, – when new coaches and new GMs take over football teams, it takes a while to, to – you see it around the NFL and everybody, all the fans see it out there all the time. It takes years to put your roster together that you want. So a coach takes over. He's not going to want certain guys on his football team. He's going to want his guys. It takes years. So, so Gruden going into year three, Mayak going into year two, they're putting their the team together that they want. This is going to be a team and, – and I'll say this. This offseason, if it proves anything, it's going to prove that the teams that have new head coaches or a different, say, a team that, that changes the offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, they're going to be be behind the eight ball because they're not going to be able to, they're zooming and they're they're meeting virtually, and I get it, and, and it works. But the teams with consistency and continuity, like the Raiders are, have, with a third year, you know, going to Gruden third year with, with Derek Carr being around for as long as he has, those are the teams that are going to be successful because they don't need to install new offense. They don't need to install new things. These guys know what it is. You just take what the foundation's been for the past two years and you add the rookies and you add the new free agents on top of it and you hope it's it, it's successful. But, you know, from everyone that we've talked to this offseason, the mantra has been the teams that have stable head coaches, the teams that have had, you know, the same playbook, Carr going on to his, his, his third season with Gruden, they're going to be the most successful. That's the most exciting thing to me, that 
the pandemic has caused everybody to go, you know, it's, it's, it's been a burden for everybody, but Mm -hmm. the teams with consistency are the teams that are going to rise to the top, especially early on in the season. Agreed. And and this is kind of, I think the time where we're what year three of Gruden, you know, Derek's going to what now year seven, this is where we're expecting like kind of that continuity to really be paying off and them really being on the same page. You can already see, I think from year one to year two, um, offensive coordinator, of course, and Derek Carr seem to be kind of a little bit more on the same page quite a bit, actually. It seemed like, um, I mean, he's pretty happy even with the running game, all the all the different play calls, all the different shifts, all the adjustments that he was making at the line. Seems like they they seem to be on the same page. So this is where all that should be paying off, and hopefully now even with the defensive coordinator um, coming in, we have Rod Marinelli coming in, um, even bringing in players that are, you know, kind of comfortable with him. So hopefully there's continuity more on the defense and some more playmakers on that side of the ball. Um, I will say, as you're bringing up coaches, they were finally allowed back in the building on Friday among the NFL, but... Lucky, lucky them. I'm not allowed anywhere in New Jersey. So lucky <laughs> them. I wish I could go to the facility with them, to be honest. And uh, can, we, can, we, can we talk about the facility for a minute? I mean, dude, I don't know if, if, if all you Raider fans out there, go follow William Farrell on, on Instagram and look at his video. The facility, look. I got a picture here. Let's pull them Yeah, I know. I don't want to get to it, but it's twofold. It's the the, the structure and what they had in Oakland and Alameda was so behind the eight ball in terms of 2020 and and, and new. It looks incredible. It looks like a place that players want to go to. So if you haven't checked it out, go to to Missile Dreaming's Instagram right now and look at it because it's incredible. It's crazy. I mean, we might have the best stadium football, but we for sure have the best headquarters in football. I think it's crazy how much effort and detail and stuff that they put into just the design of that too. It's uh, it's weird. You know, it's, it's something that we're not used to. But I will say, on top of that, they also announced right that training camp has to be held at team facilities. Dude, this so, this, this hits this hits me so hard. This is like a Napa is like my like my Disney world. Like it's like my like happy place, you know, like happy Gilmore, go to your happy place. Like Napa forever. I've been there like six or seven times for, for Raider training camp. It's literally one of my favorite places in the world. And I understand why they can't have it in Napa. I get it. They need to have it in Henderson, but can we pour one out for Nat for, for the Napa training camp? Yeah. Because you have fans that go there that support the team. It's, it's, it's a unique setup. It's in Napa freaking Valley of, of, yeah. of all places. So I am I am sad a little bit that it's not going to be in Napa. Hopefully, maybe they can go back for one more time just to do a little, you know, bon voyage, if you will. But let's pour one out for, for the Napa Marriott because that's a, a unique training camp. If you've ever been there, it's an incredible place. Oh, beautiful place, too. Absolutely. Now, it depends on the time you go, but it does get pretty freaking hot over there. But besides <laughs> that, you know, it's, it's one of those yep. things that, uh, yeah, you know, you can pick and choose your battles. Uh, shout out, actually. You know, we have a, a super chat here, Sonjoku. Um, thanks for the donation. We appreciate that. Um, studio looks awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, appreciate the kind words. Um, like I said, again, uh, shout out, Sonjoku. Um, man, yeah, you're right. Napa. Shout out to Kenny King. Um, I even went through with Matt Fallon last time we went down there. Uh, me and my dad made the trip. Well, that wasn't, I guess, the last time I was there, but we made the trip down there. We went and ate at uh, the Squeeze Inn, had ourselves oh, a good burger with the famous, you know, the the, wow. the cheese skirt yep. and all that. Yep. Um, it's a good place. And I will say, you know, if, if we're not going to go back to Napa, can Charles Woodson please build 
like a tasting room than on uh, you know in, in, the, in the Henderson area. We saw him, we saw him at the Super Bowl last year in Miami, and we said the same thing to him. Like, it's long overdue to have a Charles Woodson, you know, tasting room. And I know he's got he's got certain spots and they're kind of hidden away, but he needs to make the either trek out to, to Vegas and build a spot out there, or make a, a one halfway there because we need a little more twenty four wines in our lives because it, his wine is absolutely incredible. See, was amazing, man. Le- legendary, <laughs> like the career, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Um, he really, he really is, man. It's Incredible. good stuff, man. Napa, yeah. Shout out to Napa. That's me. The last thing, and you know what's weird is I remember John saying that they hope to have training camp in Napa for many years to come. You know what I mean? Not just this season. It sounded like it's going to be uh, for a while. So, do you see maybe a possibility of you know once of of course we expect next year's restrictions to be um, back to normal. Um, could we be back to Napa for a few years? I, th- I think it is. I'm a big fan. I'm a big proponent of, you know, I, I went to 19 training camps last year around, around the country. I'm a big fan of the training camp that's not at the team facility. So, you know, we go to Buffalo and it's at, it's at St. John Fisher College and we go to Latrobe for, for the Steelers and it's not at their facility. Because you get a you get a different feel. You get a you get a, a more. I don't know how to explain it, but it's when you go there, it's more of a college feel. It's more mm-hmm. of a you know, a, I don't know. It's like a family feel, if you will. When it's yeah. not at the facility, when it's at the facility, you know, it's guys are coming in. It's like a regular day of work. They're coming in. Maybe they live around the facility, but when it's not there, these guys are packed away. You you picture them sleeping in dorm rooms together, even though they're not. But I'm a big proponent and a fan of training camp away from the facility, even though the facility in Henderson's incredible and they probably should be there, you know, every single day of the year. I'm a fan of going there for a couple of weeks just to get away because you know why it builds team camaraderie, you know, as, as corny as that is, it really does. You, yeah. you get to know guys and you get to build that, that, that chemistry. The Napa Marriott for the Raiders is so incredible. You know, they got, they got everything they need there. They're so used to it. So they said, they came out and said, you know, obviously not this year. They they would we want to go back next year. I know Nap the Marriott would have them. I could I would I'll bet money tonight. You know, June sixth, twenty twenty, that when we're talking next year, they're going back to the Napa Marriott just to get that little sense of team building yeah. for a couple of weeks, if you will. I'd enjoy that. That's a little bit better for me too to be able to drive over there instead of a six hour drive. I can go maybe like four, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's good. Good stuff right there. Shout out to the chat. Staying active. Um, appreciate you guys always tuning in. Um, and for those of you, like I said, listening to the podcast right now, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and catch us. Usually I think I'm shooting for Saturday nights at 8 30 PM, just like what we've been doing lately this off season. Um, and then remember we're going to be going live Every post game, every every game, no matter what it is, there's a few that we're going to go to, so we might be a little delayed. But as soon as the game's over, we're going to be going live on YouTube. We're going to be recording a podcast right there. Um, Eddie, thanks again, man, for jumping on. Next, I got a few more topics here I want to talk about. Um, one of them was, you know, we can't get through a single off season without some sort of superstar scare. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just the last two years. Star wide receiver yeah. stuff is crazy. Um, this one, I think, was just nothing, right? Just a little hiccup. But, you know, we have we have a little, I think, uh, PTSD whenever it comes to stuff like this as Raider fans. You, you know, we struggle <laughs> with these topics. I so can we, can we get, can we get, can we get, before you finish it, can we get like a GoFundMe page to help Henry Ruggs? <laughs> 
friend, whoever the hell it was that needed moving, to, to get him a moving company? I mean, for, for the love of God, I know he probably wants to be a good friend. Can we get the guy a moving company? Let's do a GoFundMe page, Cody. Come on, let's let's get a let's let's do it here. Get some donations. Or can we rally up and and send a truck down to Raider Nation to go move the stuff for him? I mean, hey, Henry, we'll help you. Out. We'll take your place. Go sit down. We'll get you some lemonade. You go sit on the bench, um, and we'll we'll move your buddies. Yeah, that's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, and just such a like. Almost, I don't want to say it's like like covered up, but it's like one of those things like, you know, he's a young kid, probably did something like kind of goofy, doesn't want to put it out. And yeah. we're just kind of left in this like situation like, what the heck happened? And, you know, it was what, last week, it was reported that he was on crutches. And that was scary. It's like, okay, yeah. crap, it's that bad where he's on crutches. Obviously, I think it was just to take the pressure off so he didn't like, you know, cause any more, um, I don't know, stress to whatever puncture he had. Yeah. Uh, today I think I saw a picture on his Instagram, um, looked fine. Looked, uh, he was, he was standing there. Didn't look like the leg was like wrapped up. He was wearing some shorts. Um, nothing too severe. Maybe just taking some time off, letting it heal up and hopefully just get back on the practice field. Right, Eddie? But that's like, but it's like what you said though. It's like, as soon as you hear it, as soon as I got kind of wind of the injury, you hold your breath because you're like, oh my God. Man, like, yeah. what could it be? Because as soon as you start thinking, you, you don't know what's a movie action. You're like, oh, man, was he, was he practicing? Did he do something bad? And, it you know, it's kind of funny, the point you made earlier about off-season program. Obviously, if the Raiders off-season program was going on, he would not be able to take, take part in it. So yeah. he'd be on the sideline. You know Gruden would give him stuff about, about the injury and that kind of stuff. And that's kind of the stuff you miss about it. He'd be on the sideline with his leg wrapped up and not be able to run. And Gruden be like, listen, look at you, man. You can't even get out here to practice, blah, 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 blah. You kind of miss that stuff, but you're right, man. After everything this team has been through in free agency with wide receivers and the player that we will not name by name last year, you know, at first when you hear it, you hold your breath and you're like, please just be okay. And then you, you see the story and it's like, it's he'll, he'll be okay. He'll be yeah. okay for training camp and he'll be on the field, but it could have been a lot worse, man. Like it yeah. could have been a lot worse. Like, it, you know, things could have you know, a couple inches here, a couple inches there. And it's like those freak injuries, you know, as a football fan, you're just like, man, if he was on the field and he broke his leg, knock on wood, or he did something like that, you're like, all right, you know what? That's football and it, it happens. But to, to be moving and helping your buddy out or whatever, and that happened, you're like, damn, man, it's, it's, are we cursed here? Like, yeah. this guy's going to miss his entire rookie season because he's, <laughs> he's moving a couch out of his oh, buddy's apartment. Man. It, it, the thing is, it's sad because it's almost like, I don't want to say it sounds believable, but it's like, it almost wouldn't even surprise me at this point. It's like, it, it's, it's just bad stuff, just like bound to happen. And let's hope, yay, that's it right there. That's our, uh, to the, to the NFL gods out there. That's our, that's our bad juju. It's out of the way. We got that done. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And you hope like, Hey, listen, let, 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 training camp, but you know, what's going to happen as I'll, I'll just say this to Raider nation out there. Just be prepared for yourselves. It, like I said, it's June 6th. We have about, I don't know two months until training camp rugs will probably not start and he'll probably be brought in slow for training camp. Don't freak out. You know, yeah. how fans, you know, we're, we're as fans, we're all going to be nervous and blah, blah, yeah. blah, but let him take his time. Let him heal up. Let it, let him be good. Like there's no reason to rush him out there. But yeah, like I said, it, it, it's scary, especially in today's society when people are supposed to be staying home and doing their part to, to do all this, that he gets hurt in that freak way. But let's just knock on wood that he's, he's okay. Because, Let's be honest, Cody. This dude needs to be an impact player from day mm -hmm. one. So he needs to be on the field all 16 this year. Yeah, he's one of those like three key weapons that we added to our entire offense. Um, shout out to the chat. I saw someone coming through. Bill Carson. Um, last year he had an awesome pod with Mad Max. 
Uh, you sounded sold on that guy post interview. Who gives you that feeling so far this year? Um, yes, I did sound sold on Mad Max last year. A little biased because once you get to know a player personally, um, you just constantly root for him. Turned Shout out to be Max at his tattoo, man. How about that? hey? How about that? Uh, that's a good topic Stud. right there, right? He's got the shield. Now we have um, Josh Jacobs with the shield and Cleveland Farrell with the shield. Man, how about this? See, and that's you know we get back to this topic again. Uh, just you know, buying, just guys buying in, man. Just guys soaking it all in. And you know what the, the best part about it is? Guys that respect the tradition and respect the history of this football team enough to put that stuff on their body. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. That's got. That's guys not just collecting a paycheck, not just going out there. That's guys putting ink on their body and saying, you know what, Raider Nation, um, Raiders for life. Let's let's do this. Like that is the ultimate to me. Like. You know, let 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 ultimate buy-in for guys. I, I'm I'm so into that. Yeah, there's guys that don't even sometimes want to play for the organization that they get drafted by. Um, cough, cough, eighty-nine. You know, there's there's a couple <laughs> guys on here like names that I don't even want to name because I feel like I got this like yeah. new studio. I feel like it could just like burst into flames like talking about them on a Raider <laughs> show at this point. Yeah. Um, but he's asking kind of like who who I'm feeling for this year. And, and Eddie, I'll kind of, I'll lobby this to you too. Um, but I'm just going to kind of go with the same theme that I had last year. I felt really good. I had a chance to talk to Mad Max. He was super willing to jump on the show last year and, and get yep. involved. Obviously he's very plugged in, got the freaking Raider shield tattoo. Um, this one I'm already seeing in the chat. They, I mean, shout out to the chat actually, cause you guys know me so well. It's, it's obviously a Meek Robertson, another fellow fourth round pick. Um, yep. a dude that's just filled with so much emotion for the game and seems to be super grateful to be drafted by the Raiders and a guy that I think that's going to go out there um, and pay off for us. He's one of those picks that you, um, I mean, really, I don't think can go wrong with at this point. So I got um, I got an I'm, I'm going to make. I, I think it's uh, honestly to me, I think it's Brian Edwards. Like, Ooh, I like and, that. I, and, I, and I'm not saying that Henry Ruggs is not going to be the guy. Cause I think Ruggs is going to be the stud, but I think that, that Edwards has so much upside for this football team. And, you look at the wide receiver position. If anybody is a Raider fan, look at the wide receiver. What happened last year? This team needs the type of playmaker. So Ruggs gives you the speed and gives you the that kind of element. And you still got Tyrell and you still got Hunter. But I think Edwards is the X factor for, for for a couple of reasons. One, the red zone. I think this guy could come in day one, be a red zone guy that can catch touchdowns. I I'll put it on paper and I keep referencing the date. I don't know why I'm doing it, but I'll keep referencing the date. 6-6-2020, Brian Edwards will have six touchdowns or more in 2020. Okay, this guy's going to come in and be an impactful guy. He's going to be a good receiver in this league for a long time. And he might be Tyrell's replacement in a couple years, but this guy's got a ton of ability. The injury history kind of followed him around in college, mm-hmm. kind of bit him in the, in the ass a little bit. But he is a player that Gruden's going to get the most out of. He's a Gruden type of guy. I expect big things from him in 2020. I'm excited about him. That's good stuff. I'm I'm a little uh, cautiously optimistic about you throwing a third six on the date, but you know we'll just we'll roll with it. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, man. I, I didn't pick up on that, man. 2020 has <laughs> got enough bad jujus in there. I don't, I don't need to throw any more on that, man. Jeez. We're gonna one up at seven. <laughs> we're gonna run. We're gonna seven touchdowns, man. That's good stuff. Now, yeah, um, okay. you'd mentioned earlier we're talking offensive line, offensive linemen, obviously getting plugged in, and there's drills out there in practice. This is kind of the last topic I want to close out with, Eddie, and um, really all these guys being plugged. I mean, out there doing drills that they really don't need to be doing with Derek. Yeah. I mean, he's out there throwing with his receivers, and they're out there just for fun. I mean, they don't get no practice blocking air. You know what I mean? So um, we see the way the additions that they added 
obviously there's a, you know a piece in the draft um we locked up denzel good we shored up i mean pretty much the interior offensive line all the way gabe jackson was probably the one question mark coming into this yeah. and although i've been a guy that's wanted to keep gabe around this entire time there's even a part of me early in the offseason like ooh, you know as much as we're making a move to interior offensive lineman is he going to be the guy well june 1st obviously that was pretty much locked in he's gonna be the guy for now um how do you feel about this offensive line now as a whole? Obviously, we had a little bit of a rotation last year, um, but how do you feel about this offensive line as a whole and what they're going to bring to the table in 2020? See, and it goes back to my point earlier about the continuity, man. I mean, you look at, and I was the same way about Gabe Jackson. You, you, you didn't know, but we had Paul Alexander on the show too talk about he loved John Simpson as a player, but he said John Simpson's got stuff to work on. He's a year away. Once he gets into the lineup, he'll be a 10-year startup. He's about a year away. But – the offensive line is a group. And again, no real key, you know, guys leaving, guys coming. You have the same basic offensive line that was, you know, playing last year, coming back this year. Again, it, it, it goes back to that continuity factor. These guys know each other. They know their rotations. They know what they want to do. You have Colton going into his third year that can excel into a better player. You know, I, for my money, the interior with Gabe, Rodney and Richie is the best in football. And you can't tell me any yeah. different. And Trent Brown is an absolute stud at right tackle. He just doesn't give up sacks. He doesn't do anything. He's got to stay healthy. I get that. But to, to, to bring back all those guys, to draft the John Simpson, again, you, you mentioned that bring back some, op- some, some guys for depth. For my money, <clears throat> there's no excuses. This is one of the best offensive lines in, in, in football. My guys, Jim Miller and Pat Corwin, I'm moving the chain, Sirius XM NFL Radio. They did a breakdown of every offensive line group, all the depth charts, all 32 teams. They had the Raiders fourth out of all 32 teams in the National Football League in terms of offensive line. I mean, oh, it just it speaks for itself. Yeah. Talent is there for this group. This group is one of the elite groups in the NFL, staying healthy. They have the backups to do it. You mentioned Denzel Good and guys like that. There's no reason this group can't play like they did in 2016 when they only gave up less than 20 sacks, 16 sacks, I think it was. So continuity, not too many guys leaving. Let's let's knock on wood for health. This is one of the mm-hmm. better offensive line groups in the league, and they're going to show it in 2020. 100%, Eddie. Shout out to the chat here. Uh, Carlos Arosio, I appreciate the donation. Um, and you know what? Uh, you're welcome. Uh, thank you for popping in so you can listen to my quote-unquote great content. I um, appreciate that. We put a lot of work into this, um, and I appreciate Eddie for you know having you know giving us this time uh, to make this easier on me, you know, I can sit here and produce it. Um, but it's a lot harder to sit here and talk the whole time and make things entertaining. So if you guys, I mean, I appreciated the the conversation. I'm going to speak for the chat. Obviously they probably enjoyed the conversation as well. Eddie here, obviously he's, you know, executive producer of Sirius XM, uh, NFL radio, but Eddie is, as you can tell, a very, very diehard Raider fan. Um, no matter where he's from, a uh, little, you know, kind of an East Coaster, but we'll, we'll let him have it. He's, you know, part of Raider Nation no matter what. Die hard. Yep. Um, and he has his own podcast. I dropped the link in the bio. Um, he doesn't have a YouTube channel. It's a podcast on podcast platforms. So make sure you go in there, give him some Raider Nation love, subscribe to that channel. It's called Yards Per Attempt. You can probably search it on all your favorite podcast platforms. But like I said, anything Apple, I have it dropped in the, uh, well, not the bio, but the description of this video. Um, make sure you go there, subscribe. Eddie, I appreciate you jumping on here, man. And, you know, hey, as many times as I've had you on here, I keep bringing you back. Um, I guess you should know that I really appreciate you and enjoy talking to you. 
Cody, same same here, man. I really, you know, I appreciate all the nation. I appreciate everybody's love coming on and listening to Raider content. There's nothing I, I enjoy more than talking Raider football, to be honest. I wish I could do it 24, you know, 24-7. I really appreciate coming on your podcast. Appreciate the shout-out, man. I just, I, I hope training camp goes off with a hitch. I hope we have yeah. f- football. I hope we have some type of sports, man. We all need it in this country. We need to get back to some type of normalcy, man. Anytime, you, you name it, I'll come on here and, and talk some Raider football. That's what I'm talking about. That's the energy I want, Eddie. Um, Shout out, man. We're going to close this thing out. I'm going to take a quick break provided by Blue Wire. We're not done yet, so don't go anywhere. We're going to take this quick break provided by Blue Wire. When we come back, we're going to be joined by John uh, Vizcaro from Stage Door Casino, my guy John. So stay tuned. Give me a couple minutes. We're going to get Eddie off the phone and get John on here. Be right back. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back and Bet Online has hundreds of games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24-7. Or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live, right now, on Bet Online's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling the final dance. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. Switch this over here because we have a different caller. John, man, what's going on? You know, I, I'm surprised here. I told you I'm trying to plan this thing out, and I didn't know how my conversation was going to go with Eddie. Um, I planned this thing out. I'm like, okay, we're going to go live at, at 8.30, and I'm going to bring in my guy John at 9. Little did I know that I'd be calling you right at 9 on the spot. What's going on, man? Hey, not too much, man. Saturday night here in Vegas in Raider Nation is representing at uh, Stage Door Casino, so we're having a blast out here. Oh, so you got you got some Raider fans down there at the place right now, huh? Yeah, we've got uh, Black Hole Vegas, we've got Black Hole LA, we've got Raider Nation Wrecking Crew. Um, so yeah, man, we've got a, we've got a bunch of people in the house. Good stuff, man. For those that don't know, um, if you listen to my show, you should know all about it. Down there, of course, in the in the lower right hand side, I talk about them all the time. Stage Door Casino, man, that's gonna be the spot. That's where we're gonna go. Uh, anytime I'm in Vegas, that's my spot. That's where, that's where we're playing and Raider nation is going to get together. Just like you said, black hole chapter, obviously doing some great things over there as well. Um, and they're welcoming Raider fans better than, I mean, anything else I've seen over there so far. So, um, man, how do you, how do you feel? We're, we're back. I'm back running up about the same time that you guys open back up. How does it feel to kind of get the, get the juices flowing or in, in your case, I guess the alcohol flowing again? Well, you know, Compared to what we were going to have with the draft and everything going on, it's it's bittersweet. Uh, I'm definitely glad that we're open. Uh, that was a long stretch of, of being closed. Um, but it's like we never close. You know, people, uh, once we open up the doors, people started coming back. You know, there wasn't this, this period or this lull that uh, most experts thought it was going to be. You know, I, I read all this stuff and heard all this negativity about, ah, it's going to take Vegas years to recover. No, it's not. We'll, we'll be back and better than ever in a matter of months. There we go. Shout out to Ricky7 in the chat. He's from Vegas. He's asking how late you're open, and uh, I'll speak on your behalf. You're open 24-7, right? 24-7, that's right. We never run out of beer, and if we do, I've done something wrong. 
<laughs> well, John's always on top of it. I can, I can believe him on that. Now, here's the thing is, is I know you guys are getting into the swing of things. Now, what do we expect? Of course, you know, there's a vast majority of fans that are listening to the show now that, you know, aren't from Vegas. We don't make frequent trips down there. We're going to be down there for specific events. We're going to be down there for, um, you know, games. Or we're going to be down there for preseason or maybe some training camp if that's going to be going down. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe Al Davis's birthday. I don't know. We got a lot of stuff going on. What what, what do we, if we're going to be down there, uh, what do we expect out of Stage Door Casino um, special event-wise? Well, you know, being a part of Raider Nation myself, being a member of the Black Hole myself, uh, I'm very cognizant of what the schedule is going to be. So I'm going to make sure that, you know, for home or away games that we're tailing, tailoring our special event schedule to really meet the needs. So what I'm thinking is that most people are going to arrive in town on Wednesday. So we're going to start the party up on Thursday. So you'll have events going on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, obviously Sunday, Sunday after the game. Uh, so that's, that's where we're at. So we're going to start midweek, start partying midweek because, you know, you know how Raider Nation is. I know how Raider Nation is. We're we're out there in D lot. You know, uh, uh, two days before the game even starts, setting up the, uh, the the tailgate. So I plan on doing the same thing here. That's good stuff, man. So now for you, you're obviously like you said, you know, very heavily rooted. Been a Raider fan for a long time. Now speaking on just like on your on your coworkers' behalf in the business, um, they're at your place. How's everybody taking on? Uh, Raider Nation, how are they taking on the silver and black? Um, are they ready for this team? Is, is everyone fired up over there? Everybody's fired up. You know, we've got a lot of Raider fans that uh, are already employed here, and anybody that's applying here, and that's one of the key questions, right? No, I'm kidding. But um, uh, we just make sure that, that everybody understands what the mission is, and the mission is to support Raider Nation, and, and that's what we're all about. So everybody's pumped, especially with every day that we're getting these, these news clips from either either Fox 5 or Channel 8 or Action 13, as well as Allegiant Stadium, showing us progress on the stadium. I mean, how could you not feel that energy and, and, and just be excited about it? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, shout out to Michael in the chat here. He says he's going to be the newest Raiders super fan. Uh, he's calling himself the Punisher um, in honor of Jonathan Abram. I like that, number 24. Uh, section right. 123, third row. Shout out, Michael, the Punisher. Uh, look forward to seeing what, you know, this is actually going to bring in, I think, a lot of new uh, super fans and faces because I think, just like you know, you're saying, people are fired up, wanting to take everything on. And, I, you know, I just talked to, it was Vegas Sports Daily, um, you know, and they're looking for ways, you know, to get plugged in. And I don't think that a lot of people in Vegas, whether you're a fan or not, I don't think they want to skip a beat. I think they see the way that Raider Nation is. And I'm looking forward to see what kind of super fans get plugged in there immediately. Well, it's it's definitely going to be interesting for sure, you know, just to see uh, new faces and meet new people. But, hey, Punisher, I'm I'm right with you. I'm in 123 as well. I'm in uh, row Ooh. 14. So a uh, couple, couple rows back from where you're at, but I'm sure we'll bump into each other. Yeah, John will be throwing popcorn at you from behind you, so be, be on the lookout. <laughs> Good stuff, for sure, man. For sure. John, you know we're going to close this thing out soon, but I want to talk a little bit about the football team. And I don't know, you know, you're you're a busy businessman, and you you know you got a lot of stuff going on there at Stage Door Casino. But um, I want to you know kind of know your thoughts just a little bit on you know the regime that John Gruden and Mike Mayock are taking over here. I saw earlier in the chat someone had shouted out. It seemed like it had like a little bit of that, you know, kind of 2000, that the year 2000 vibe, that kind of that energy, you know, that excitement, like you feel like something's brewing up and doing good things. And of course, it's easily tied to having John Gruden back. But, uh, you know, what do you think about what's going on with with the actual football team and what we're going to see the product on the field? Well, you know, it goes back to that whole thing, dare we hope, 
dare we hope one more time, Raider Nation, that yeah. that the team is going to do well, and then you know we crash and burn. But you know what? We're not Raider fans. We're not part of Raider Nation because they win a Super Bowl every other year. We're part of Raider Nation because it's because it's family, right? Yeah. The, the the team the team doing well is icing on the cake. But if you ask me my honest opinion, and I had, didn't have to worry about jinxing us, I think we're going to do incredible things this year, and I am super super excited. But even if they come out here and don't win a game, I'm I'm still at that same level of excitement, man. How could you not be? That's some good stuff, man. I'm, I get pumped up. I, I just talked to uh, our good friend Eddie Borsili a little bit ago. We went really in depth on the team, and it's good. To, it's good to talk about what that what we have going on there. Um, but a lot of the excitement that's brewing up is not just the product on the field, but you know the product now. I guess kind of in the in the streets outside of the, of the of the stadium. So it's exciting yeah. to have our own new city. Um, with everything going on, of course, you know, this is this is something right now to kind of get our minds off of everything um, and something to hopefully, you know, look forward to whenever things, um, you know, can, you know, get a little peaceful again and, and restored. And I look forward to what our new city here, I got it tagged on the side of my hat, Las Vegas is going to bring for yeah. us and shout out to you, Stage Door, man. I'm excited. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. We're excited as well. Good stuff. John, thanks for joining me. Thanks for being a part of the show and contributing. Um, and shout out to the chat. We're going to close this thing out, guys. It was a great show. Make sure you subscribe, like this video. Make sure you visit stagedoorcasino.com. And while you're there in Vegas, always stop by the place. Um, give them some Raider love. You go in there. I mean, John, how would you feel right now if any one of these chat members, they go walking through the doors of Stage Door and they just belch out the big old Raiders, huh? Are you, are you guys cool with that? You're, you're getting a beer. <laughs> You come in my place, you start yelling Raiders like that, man. I'm buying you a beer or a shot. You pick. There it is. There it is. Shout out to the chat. You guys know what to do whenever you walk up the stage door. Um, but good stuff. We're going to close this thing out. But like I said, like, subscribe, do all the things, leave the rating, review. I don't know. I don't do all the fancy uh, you know, written script stuff. But you guys know what to do already. We will see you guys later.
Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.